This is Vernon Jacobs, Senior Pastor of the Embassy Church. I want to thank you for engaging with us through this podcast. May it build your faith and strengthen your walk and cause you to reach the rooftop in Christian living. Don't forget to aim high and never give up. Let's go now straight into this word. I am going to continue to talk about altars and this morning uh, speak about uh, the strength we need at an altar. Is that all right this morning? And then we'll take communion. It's so good again to see uh, some of you return. Uh, the, the, the notion that COVID is still around, we need to break it in our minds and say that uh, the Spirit of the Lord is greater than any other thing. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. I just want to say to our online viewers, this may be the last we are going to be streaming live. Uh, and that is to get, I believe, to get people back into the gathering of the saints. Uh, the church gets strength when they come together. The church gets strength when they see each other. Uh, there's, there's a nice video that goes around and even when, when, an, when an, some bird wants to swoop down on weaker birds, all the other birds come and put their tails up and they raise their, so that it protects this, this protection in numbers so we know that we are not a lone voice are we together this morning the church may be seated at any stage when you feel like jumping up and giving god some praise you do that all right you have permission to be undignified i want to talk to you this morning address you shortly about a power a power that backs you a power that backs you and it's called the supernatural power how many of you want the supernatural yeah i think there's too many people are that especially the young people are not finding that power in the church so they dabbling and speaking to the dead playing bottles and your boards and all of that looking for the supernatural but i want to tell you that god's default setting on you is the supernatural say amen <clears throat> The church, the church is a place of the supernatural. I would not take you for the restraint that we have on time, but I'll take you into the New Testament and show you that the the miraculous and the supernatural is the foundation of the Christian church. The Bible is a compendium of miracles, signs, and wonders. Say amen if you believe that. In the New Testament alone, the, the, the birth of Jesus Christ, the incarnation, the incarnate birth, where God becomes man through a woman's womb without a natural father, that in itself is a miracle. Say amen. Uh, the virgin birth, uh, when woman, a woman hosts the word of God, when God comes to Mary and says, Ail Mary, thou art well favored and chosen of the Lord. You are going to carry the Messiah called Jesus Christ. And that word comes and resides in Mary's womb. It shows that humanity can host divinity. Say amen if you understand what I'm saying. That humanity, that your body can host the word of God. That your body can host the spirit of God. It was the beginning of an outpouring of the supernatural spirit to come and reside inside of a man in its fullness. You have the ability to host the Holy Spirit. Are we together this morning? 
so the presence of God can dwell in you. The very first miracle was what? Jesus turned water into wine. Water into wine. Water into wine. Wine represents spirit. And water represents word. When there is a combination of word and spirit, I'll talk about that just now. When there's a combination of word and spirit, the supernatural starts to become activated. That's why now you're receiving the word. You are in a spiritual atmosphere. When those two collide, you are inside supernatural. The resurrection is also proof that uh, there's something supernatural to the church. I'm trying to show you that our faith is based not on, on, on what you can see, but in the realm of the unseen. Our faith is based, our foundation is in miracles, signs, and wonders. Over some time, and more especially in the past 10 years, I think there has been some extra-biblical patterns that is killing this word of miracle signs and wonders. What do you mean, Pastor? Well, there are some crazy guys out there making you drink petrol. There are some crazy people making you eat grass, which is not biblical in its foundation. And so the world catches that and starts to speak against miracles, signs, and wonders uh, because of these crazy things that are going on. And so in a bid to manage that fear and, the, and, and to work in a zone of safety and maintain a balance, we have steered away from the supernatural and we are, the world is pushing us away from supernatural. So that we, we, we move away from practicing the supernatural, but yet the supernatural must be in the church. As a matter of fact, miracle signs and wonders was Christ's accreditation. In Acts chapter 2 verse 22, the Bible says, And Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited of God to you by miracles, signs, and wonders. Jesus was known as a man of God. That means heaven put its signature or its seal on Jesus Christ by saying this is the man of God and watch what he is doing. It is confirmed. His accreditation letter is from God which says he can do signs, miracles, and wonders. Are we together this morning? In John 20 verse 21 Jesus says, peace be with you. He's talking to the church and to the disciples and starting, kick-starting the church. He says, as the Father has sent me, I send you. How did the Father accredit him? Miracles, signs, and wonders. And he says, as the Father has sent me, I send you to do miracles, signs, and wonders. Come on, give God a praise this morning. <laughs> so there's a supernatural lifestyle that we are called to live. Mark chapter 16, 17. Are, you, are we together this morning? And these signs will accompany those who... Now, 
When you become a Christian, uh, more than saying that you're a Christian, they always say that I am a believer. You see, and, and, and believers, you'll see they say, and believers, not so much Christians, but believers. Christ is coming back to those who believe. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. And they will place their hands on sick people. And the sick people will get well. Those are believers. Supernatural living is for believers. The church must come back to its default setting. Believers are not those who attend church on Sunday. Believers who know they have power and do great exploits. Believers are those who don't say, let's make an appointment with our pastor for him to pray for you. Believers say, if you're sick, let me lay hands on you and I'll pray for you. Believers are those that have an innate belief on the inside that no weapon, if I eat anything, if I drink anything, if you do it for me, Have you heard the, the saying people say, somebody did it for me? Nobody can do it for you if you can do it for yourself. You're a believer. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that is raised. Pastor, they speak all kinds of evil against me. The Bible says you have authority to judge it, to condemn it. And to make it of no effect. You are rubber, they are glue. Say that. I am rubber, they are glue. What they put on me bounces on me and sticks on you. <laughs> when people talk to me, I don't tell them that. But I have that in my mindset. I am rubber, you are glue. What you put on me, bounce on me, stick on you. So next time you're looking at me strange and I'm just looking at you like I am rubber, you are glue what you put on me, stick or bounce on me, stick on you You've got to have some sense of comedy on the inside of you otherwise you go crazy You, you understand, you, you have to you lose your sanity otherwise in this world that people Putting all kinds of things on you. I could hear that becoming a song. I am rubber, you are glue. What you put on. You can feel it. <clears throat> you have power to do miracles. Now a lot of young people and a lot of people believe the opposite. And they like magic. Because we grow up, and, and I want to tell you something, if you, if you watch the children's programs, 
much of this is to get them into the spirit of the supernatural through magic. All these wands and all of those things. If you watch carefully, the world is going in a different direction. And you, you kind of sit and say, where did this generation pick it up from? Well, a lot of magic. The, super, the young children know about supernatural. My grandson. When you fight, you say, fall down, puppy. He got spider webs. Why are you not falling down? Because that you shall lay hands on the sick. Spider-Man's copying all. They, they, they take it and they... Magic is rooted in Satan, but God is in miracle working. <laughs> miracle working should work through a believer. Now, who is a believer? A believer is one who has relationship with God. When you walk in relationship with God, then the derivative of that relationship, you derive from that relationship, miracle working power. Stay with me. Look up. Look up. Anything that seems to provide good, anything that seems to provide good is not necessarily from God. Exodus 4 verse 3. You see Moses and the magicians. You see miracle working and magic. Look up. I'm going to make this point clear. You see Moses and the magicians throw their swords down. And the swords become snakes. Their wands become snakes. If you're not flowing in the supernatural, you think that that is supernatural power from God. Moses takes his rod and he throws his rod down and his rod also becomes snakes. At that point, people will say that those magicians and this miracle worker is colleagues. It's easy to mistake good for God and so you say the miracle worker is working in, in the spiritual realm and we are brothers because both our rods are on the same floor and both of them look like snakes but I rise to tell you this morning that uh, uh, not it's not the manifestation but the influence of the power behind it that you must watch for. Not the manifestation but the influence of power. What power? Which power? Which God is driving this? And I want to, I keep saying this. There are gods. There are G-O-D-S, small g. And there's the God of the heavens. And people do go to the magicians. They do go to gods that, that give, give this thing power. I was trying to allude to it last week that lots of people look for the manifestation of the goodness of it. They fail to interpret the influence of the spirit and they follow it. They chase after it because the good that they see, that's the, that's the, the influence, that's the, the result that they want to see. 
I rise this morning and talk to people who are desperate for solutions. And when you are desperate, you will fail. You will become blinded to the influence of the spiritual realm. And you will take anything that comes because you are so desperate for results. Don't be so dis desperate for the result that you fail to recognize the influence. It's not only the Holy Spirit that can give you access to spiritual realms. Any spirit, even evil spirit, any spirit above the natural spirit, above the natural realm, we are in a natural realm. Any spirit above the natural is a spiritual realm. And so you can get even the lowest of evil spirits, but it's a spiritual realm that's higher than a natural realm. So when you're tapping into spiritual realms, watch that you are not tapping through Ouya boards. Watch that you're not touching through spinning of the bottles. And that's why the children are going mad in the schools. Because they're tapping into supernatural powers. And then it comes. Do you know what white spirits are? It's what black spirits are not. <laughs> Now, this got nothing to do with race. White spirits affect the mind. It can make, white spirits can make you go crazy. Black magic can affect your body. But white spirits make you go crazy. You can lose your mind. You know how powerful the mind is? There was a man, they took him to the psychiatrist and uh, because he was saying that uh, he's dead. He said, what do you mean? He said, I am dead. So the doctor is trying to tell him, the psychiatrist is trying to tell him that dead people don't feel pain. Do you understand? He said, I understand dead people don't feel pain. So the doctor pinched him and he pulled his hand. The doctor said, what did you feel? He said, I feel pain. The doctor says, he said, that's what I'm telling you, that dead people can feel pain. <laughs> He's trying to prove to the psychiatrist, the psychiatrist is wrong. He said, I'm trying to tell you even, uh, see, it proves that dead people do feel pain. He's so convinced that he is dead. His mind is so powerful. Man, when people go in mad, they can make you go mad. And if, you, you, you try living with mad people. They set a guy free from the, from the san sanitarium. And behind, he was so behind this, these bars. So when he came out and they said he's free, he put a fork in front of him. He says, see, I'm still behind bars. <laughs> I'm trying to show you the power of your mind. If your mind tells you it's raining, no matter how much the sun shines, you'll still feel water on your body. The power of the mind. Why did I go there? White spirits. Spirits. 
are now affecting the mind. And the devil is gone far, far from 1984. You're still looking for things under your pot. He's done with all that thing from in front of your door and all of that. He's using media, social media. You know where it is? It's not inside. It's on top. People are going crazy. They, they're losing their peace. And let me tell you, it's not Facebook. It's Facebook. Because most of the people that post on Facebook, they're not posting the real things. Their faces are all done up. Visit them at six in the morning when you wake up. You're watching Facebook and you get so frustrated with, why can't I look like this? I'm telling you, it's no longer in, in the senses, in the realm that you're thinking of. It's gone way past that. And you need to understand the spiritual realm. Are we together this morning? What is the accreditation for a godly spirit? If ever somebody tells you that you must drink petrol, you can refuse that altar because it must be derived in the word of God. Number one, it must be in the word of God. Number two, does the Holy Spirit have a role to play in it? And number three, does this bless the saints and or does it reveal Jesus? Those miracles. So that's the acid test. Now, commanding the supernatural. Unfortunately, pre-COVID, many, many Christians believe the supernatural expression ends in the manifestation of being blessed materially or academically. A lot of Christians, a lot of believers believe that, this, that God is with you if you do well materially or if you do well academically. You see, I got my degree. God is with me. And those that don't, I know people who can't speak a word of English, but they command the spiritual realm. I know people who don't have any money, but they command the spiritual realm. The church must move away from uh, that. If, you, if you're not earning good or you didn't get the promotion, that God is not with you. And when you applied for it, and uh, that becomes our testimony. You know, I'm so blessed. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out. The Lord is with me. You are not commanding the spiritual realm. It's just a segment. It's just an aorta of God's blessing on your life. You need to be able to bind and loose. You need to walk in and feel that if God be for me, nothing can be against me. You need to have the fruit of the Holy Spirit in your life. There's two principal tools in the supernatural. I said to you, it's the Word and the Spirit. Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, the union of God was spoken and the movement of the spirit was done. In the beginning, there was chaos. So the spirit of God moved 
And then God spoke. Whenever you have the word and the spirit, there's a supernatural. Whenever the two come together, the supernatural realm starts to work. How many of you know that you are inside of a word? And that there's a spirit that's moving. That's why I'm trying to show you that the church must be a supernatural realm. When you walk into this place, the flesh diminishes. When you walk into this place, the spirit increases. You know that you're still carrying a flesh when, you, when you're still so fleshly. If somebody take your seat, say, that destroy your experience somebody took your parking space it's not your parking space anyway but don't let it destroy your spirit because the enemy there's remember when you walk in through the door two things are most important word and spirit word and spirit word and spirit don't let the flesh get inside of you are you together Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 4, you can go and study it. The valley of the dry bones, something's, it's dry. But then he says, speak to it. And then you, the wind comes. Whenever there's the word and the spirit, it's the supernatural realm. That's the composition of the spiritual realm. And I'm almost done. Let me show you how this word and spirit works. If you are going down and you feel you're going down and you want rising, let's say promotion, lots of you like that. There, you, you find, is there a word for me for this promotion? Is there a word? If you, the Bible says in Deuteronomy 28 verse 1, if you fall fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all the commandments I give you, the Lord your God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come to you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed. The crops of your land and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks, your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in, blessed when you go out. That is the word. That is the word for rising. So when you feel that you're going down, Deuteronomy 28, Lord, I obey you. And then now you allow the spirit to come and the supernatural comes and works with the word or, or the, the spirit comes and works with the word and you are now commanding the spiritual realm. And so when I come into the, uh, this place and say, Lord, I fully obey you. You said you're going to bless me in the city. You're going to bless me on the hilltops. Uh, my fruit, the fruit of my womb is going to be blessed. My needed baskets are going to be full. I am going to be blessed coming in, blessed going out. I'm so blessed. When you walk in, you just, you just keep on that. I'm so blessed. Because you said you blessed me. And then you walk into the spiritual atmosphere and the Lord starts to work. There's a spirit and the word. That's how the first miracle took place. Water and wine. Word and spirit. You may stand this morning. Then, this is, this is very important. I'm not done yet. Just thought I'll get your, your blood flowing. The ministry of prayer. 
the priesthood of prayer. Say that with me, prayer. We're we entering, we're tapping into the supernatural. How do you tap into the supernatural? Through the priesthood of prayer. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2 verse 4, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to do what? Speak without the tongues. Now the Bible says, You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Say that with me. Let's go it slow. You shall, I shall receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit has come upon us. Now, according to the upper room, when the Holy Spirit came, they didn't receive power. They received tongues. When the Holy Spirit came, they received the language of prayer. They used that language to pray. And as they were using that language to pray, then they received power. It may seem like came with the Holy Spirit that power. But after that, the tongue came on them. After that, the language came. They used the language of the Holy Spirit to get power. So you start to pray. How does one get power? How does one stand before demons and say, You foul thing, in the name of Jesus, desist. It will say, Paul I know. Silas I know. Jesus I know. And who are you? How do you get an identity in the spirit realm? By talking to your God. You pray. How do you change things supernaturally? And this is for all believers. You start to change it. You pray about it. I was in a meeting last night and the pastor, I was so encouraged when he said at the end of each month, it takes all of the church bills and he places it on his altar and he said God yes your bills paid and he walks away and God meets every bill I'm talking about a pastor that built a building for about 80 million rands cash oh he challenged me I went into my study last night Because God is not a respecter of any persons. By the way, I'm not far from that pastor. God takes care. I stand, yes, yes, here I am standing before God. Before the 30th, by the 28th, as Monique, she's my PA. I ask her, where's the utility bills? I am ready to pay it. We are not in a, in a, the church is not for, Christ is not coming back for a beggarly church. Let me tell you something. Christ is not coming back for a weak church. He's coming for a strong church. If you, if you want to be blessed strong enough, long enough, you start to pray. You put your bills and say, God, there's my bills. As David said, I have been young and now I'm old 
but I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. I'm encouraging, you know, all these young, young people, like, like him, he's building a house. I said, I'm giving you three years, three years, and I speak. You cannot have that bond for 25 years. Impossible. That's not your God. Where's Aaron? He walks with me. He dri- we drive here. I said, son, you cannot have this bond. He moved into his house six months ago. He told me, Pastor, the bond is almost done. Yeah. In the mouth of your prophet lies your blessing. I'm speaking to everybody who has bonds here today. It's communion Sunday. You can't have it for it's bondage. It's age attached to the bond. Bondage. Your bond must must be cancelled. I'm trying. Every cent, even if I have a 20 rand, I get so excited now. I go to the ATM with my bond account. I'm putting it inside. If anybody give me 100 rand, I put it in my bond. I prophesy, I speak to you that you must do the same. And then we live bond things and Save your money. Don't buy cars on HP. Buy it cash. You can do it. You can do it. I used to think it, you must get HP to buy the cars. We can do it. That's a supernatural. Why, why, why am I saying that? You take whatever is on your head. Put your hand on your head. You take whatever is on your head. What's your trouble? What's, what's your headache? What's causing that head to ache? You take it. Take it out. And put it on an altar. Supernatural realm. We must live in that. Your children giving you problems. Take them, write their names down and put it on an altar. It's a prayer bowl every night. You, you, and when you take communion, you put this thing on an altar. I don't know who I'm ministering to right now. Some of you have, you've lost your smile. You've lost your joy. You've lost your peace. You are lost. I got a word for you. That which the canker worm and the locust has eaten. I speak Jesus. Peel your communion this morning and hold it in your hands. Let me just end with this. Give me the slide on worship. Listen, listen to me. The end. How do you make how do you make the supernatural? Please take this with you. How do you take the supernatural into your homes? Worship. 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 The miraculous is atmospheric dependent. 
Listen to me, look up. The, 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 the miraculous, for miracles to take place, it's dependent on an atmosphere. That means the spirit must be able to move in that place. You have word, you have spirit, word, spirit. The miraculous is atmospheric dependent. You created in West Africa, you have a cult group. They call them the rainmakers. They got drums and they got a sound. Can you just give me that drum and beat? Just something, drums, drums. Yeah. on the spiritual realm and all of a sudden the clouds start to move in the direction of these people. They command the spiritual realm. They're not praying but they create the atmosphere for a miraculous to take place. The church has it but we don't understand how to use it. I was so blessed on Friday. I thought these young people are going to turn this building in a different direction. But when I walked in, I could feel the Spirit of God in this place. There was a presence. I told him there was a, there was a presence. Because we're starting to talk about the church being an altar. You walk in and there's something must happen. Your, your worship makes this place a camping ground for God's presence. You know what does that? Worship. Worship. So we must not only carry his presence but we build the climate. If you can play an instrument, buy an instrument. For your home. If you can play a keyboard, invest in buying a keyboard. When you start to play, when David played and Saul was possessed, David played the harp and the demon started to manifest on Saul because worship creates an atmosphere. Don't walk in here to spectate and see what they can do. Walk in here to be your own rainmaker.